Hey people, Trevor here with my lovely wife Cassidy. Before we get into the episode, we want to take a few minutes to apologize. It must be about three, three or four weeks since we put an episode out. Um, obviously this year has been quite something for a lot of people. Um, yeah. We've had some extra doozies, um, family stuff kind of pop up, but I'm pretty excited and I'm sure... I'm excited to be back. Be back. Yep. Yeah. We want to get things going. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. And hopefully we'll keep things rolling. Yeah, we should be back to a uh, bi-weekly. Nope, we're doing weekly. We're going to go for weekly. We're going to go for weekly schedule. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, people. I'm Trevor Atkinson, and I'm here with my very upset wife, Cassidy Ray Atkinson. I am so upset right now. I'm not even kidding. I'm having a great time. Anywho, this is the podcast, Tell Me You've Seen This, where I make my wife watch super dope movies that everyone's seen their whole childhood. For some reason, her childhood was crazy and they didn't watch those movies. <laughs> what, do you want me to give an explanation? I got nothing. <laughs> Anywho, love, tell me you've seen The Rock. No. Seen it, she hasn't seen it, she's gotta see it, doesn't she know that everyone's seen it, still she hasn't seen it. Alright, people, we are back and we're talking about The Rock, Nicolas Cage. Am I right? Are you finished chugging your white claw? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is, Cage would be proud. I love Nick Cage. Oh, yeah, he's a character actor. You know what I don't like? Monkeys? No, that's not true. Technology problems. Which we've been suffering from since we started recording this podcast. Yep, we've had a lot of technology problems, that's true. I am losing my mind. That's part of the game, Is it? Is it? It's part of the game. Do you know how many troubleshooting things we had tried? At first we were like, well, Audacity sucks. And then we were like, well, we just don't know how to use our microphones. And then we bought pop filters. And then we bought a shock arm. And then we bought, I mean, how many things have we bought? We bought a, we bought things. I bought I go to the store. To I buy, fix, I, buy, I get groceries. To fix the sound of our podcast, and nothing has worked. Babe, we gotta move on. We gotta talk about the rock. That's what's important. I don't know that I can do this. Sean Connery. Is he the rock? He is the rock. He holds everything together. So Dwayne the Rock Johnson's not in this movie. He's not. He unfortunately. <laughs> He's gonna be Black Adam. He's going to be who? Black Adam. Who's Black Adam? I don't even know, to be honest, but he's going to be it. Wait, I don't understand. Who's it's Black Adam? It's like a Adam? DC comic book character. How do you not know? I don't know everything. Okay, you can't well, rely on me thing. for everything. I figured you would have been all over that. Our cat's purring really loud. Now she's coughing. <laughs> she pukes a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about The Rock. <laughs> what do you think it's going to be about? Um, I honestly thought it was going to be about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so that's all I got. Jesus. That makes me really sad. I've never heard of this movie. When you said The Rock was a movie, I was like, it must have been The Rock's first movie. No, this was in the 90s. He was like wrestling. So it's a 90s movie. It's got Nick Cage and Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. And are they gorgeous fucking are they silver, friends? silver white beard. Who, Nick Cage? No, I'm Sean kidding. Connery. <laughs> Oh, I'm in rare form. Sorry, you had such a bad day. (laughs) Don't talk to me ever again. (laughs) 
I have been to Meyer two times today. We've been to Best Buy, I think, eight times in the past two weeks. I love going to Best Buy. I like. I don't. Every time we go to Best Buy, we spend too much money on shit we don't need. That's the American dream. <laughs> Is That's it? what you're talking about. I gotta rip. <clears throat> That's so loud. I want you to keep that in. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay, uh, well, what is this? Is this a buddy cop movie? Yeah, it's basically Turner and Hooch. I've never seen that. <laughs> and then you also said this was Michael Bay. Yeah, so you're going to get all those fantastic explosions and cars flying through explosions and that shake cam, you know, and it gets real close to the actor's face and you're like, oh, man, they're dealing with so much shit right now. Like, it's getting crazy and, like, they're driving, they don't know what's going on and, yeah, it's I- <laughs> It's <laughs> so good. Okay. And a lot of driving through like stuff and like people barely getting so almost it, getting hit. Is it a cop movie? No, it's not. It's like a um, It's a heist it's, movie. It's not a heist movie. It's uh they're rescuing. It's someone. like a um it's like someone has hostages under threat and like So they're not cops, they're just random people trying to help these hostages? No, they're cops. They're like I that. just asked if it was a cop movie, and you said but it's no. Not really, a cop movie. That though. is a cop. That's of, the definition of a cop is. movie. You know what? Whatever. Okay. There's basically lyrics chewing on, chomping down. On of some. course, our dog decides now is the time to eat the food that's been in her bowl for twelve hours. So basically, we found that this is the best room in our house to record. We recorded <sighs> another episode, and it was not good. Yeah, so and we just I'm have sorry. To do it in this dining room. Because for some reason, our dining room is amazing for recording. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a very nice environment to podcast in. Lyric, shut up. I don't want to discourage her from eating. She's a little spelt girl. That's abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're just going to let you guys have a little sneak peek into our lives here. Our dog is going to eat. Okay, so Sean Connery, Nick Cage, cops? It's like federal stuff. Hostage negotiators. It's a um, '90s Michael Bay yeah, hostage negotiator like chemi- movie. Ke- I'll say the word. I don't want to give too much stuff away, but I'll I'll say the word chemical. Is there a twist? Um. Uh, Is this well, like no, bad it's boys? Like, it's like a. It's like. It's like two people who you wouldn't think would come together to. Oh, like Is Die that- Hard. Four? Is that the one with Justin Long and Bruce Yeah, Willis? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's some similarities there. Yeah, like Justin Long is basically like Nick Cage in this scenario. And Sean Connery is Bruce Willis? Yes. That would... <laughs> yes. I also how... just want to point out to everyone listening that I have seen every single Die Hard film. Thanks to me. Yeah, but I've seen it, so, you know, everyone's welcome. Oh, now our dog is thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Love those mouth Dog, you got a drink. <laughs> Dog, you got a drink. So, so no, does mom. I actually think that is what might make you like the movie. Is like their Because I like Die Hard? They're, no. Like, Why? We should just watch Die Hard. Well, you've already seen Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but we know it's good. <laughs> yeah, the Rock is amazing. So Also, you, Ed Harris, you he's a hot button topic for you because of... Uh, Oh, that's right. Ed Harris is in The Abyss. It's okay. Ed Harris is You in brought this it film. up. Let's talk about The Abyss for a second. Nope. Yes. Ed Harris wasn't the problem in The Abyss. Ed Harris oh, yeah. went through hell for a movie that was pointless. And that's all I want to say about that. Wow, that's cool. Anyway, Ed Harris is in this movie and he's super good in it. And I will not go into any more detail than that. Hashtag 
The Abyss sounds Because I don't want to give it to you away. Okay, how old were you when you watched this movie? Uh, well, probably right when it came out, so 11. In theaters? Um, man, that's a good question. I wonder if I did see it in theaters. I don't know. It was definitely a big movie. I watched it like a bunch. I haven't even heard of this movie. Yeah, which is weird. It's also in <laughs> it? San Francisco. Which we love. Which How we many love. TikTok videos have I watched now of people in San Francisco? Can we go Francisco? to San Francisco right now? I wish. We have to be we responsible people. The world is shut down right now because America there. was bad. Anywho, I love San Francisco, and this movie has some pretty good dope shots of it. Okay. And I enjoy that. There's and you, some amazing car chases through the hills of San Francisco. Why do you think this is some? Because when we started making this list, The Rock, you brought up, like, right away. Yeah. So why is this Because it's an doing? important action film. Action films are important. Like, that's why I made you watch Speed right away. Like, yeah. Which was early, even earlier in the 90s. Okay. So, Hop, you know, Dennis Hopper, you know. These, you know, these are. Shut up. Someone shut the dog up. <laughs> shut that fucking Someone dog shut up. Someone shut the fucking dog up. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why when I realized you didn't see Speed, I was like, what? My, I my do God. love Keanu Reeves. Oh, he's so good. And Sandra Bullock. She's good too. All oh right. my God. Gravity? Oh my Come God, on. Gravity. Jesus. That music Amazing. was so good in Gravity too. Clooney? What? Yeah, I guess Clooney's okay. I think he's already. Ouch. What? He's he is not overrated. Oh He's a silver fox. I take it back. I take it back. He's a silver fox like me. I'm no one getting a silver fox me. hairline. You Dang. are not George Clooney. You I'm don't... getting the white hairs already, though. Like, they're like coming George in. Clooney? They're... He's fucking white. No, not like George. George? George? <laughs> <laughs> I need all another drink. Is, all I'm saying is I'm getting like these, I'm getting like the Barack Obama hair coming in and it's like, Jesus. It's because you're married to me. You're just stressed it out. It is why. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> all right. Should we just do this? Yeah. We're going to watch The Rock. Yeah. It's going to be tight. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right. Oh boy. I'm so ready. After the most intense movie watching experience of my life. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I have never typed so fast in my life. You gotta keep up with his shake cam, you know? The yeah. Music. You gotta keep up with Mikey Bay. Yeah, I think I typed classic Michael Bay like 50 times in my eight pages of notes. <laughs> and the classic shot from Bad Boys. Over like, and over again. No, twice. What? Yes. Okay, well, we'll get into it. Either way, fantastic. Even mm. though I haven't actually watched this in a while, and I had a great time. I did, too. Good. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, the movie starts. It's The Rock. <laughs> I've already Not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> I'm, which I thought that's what this movie was. And when I tried to Google this movie, 
I kept just finding like Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah, posts. He's so uncannily famous. Yeah, he's fantastic, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but the movie starts, and it's just like <laughs> this movie's great. Um, it's so dramatic, slow music. There's a funeral happening for a soldier. Then it cuts to this military guy. It's Ed Harris. And he's like smoking this cigarette really dramatically. Yeah, with this wonderful window light. Yeah. And the cigar (laughs) smoke's just engulfing him. And he's staring like really intensely at his uniform. Like he's just... (laughs) The weight of the world is on his shoulders. And then the movie is like... It's like, boom, the rock. And the rock has flames. Like the letters are flames. (laughs) The letters are flames. I'm like, all right, let's do this. This is definitely a Michael Bay film. Uh, <laughs> immediately, there's like this little bit of montage kind of giving you uh, the setup for the movie. There's like screaming military chatter in the background. Um, this guy, it's Ed Harris. He puts his dog tags um, on. Uh, he puts his dog tags on. And then like the military chatter in the background, like some dude's like, they're not coming for us, are they, sir? Yeah, and it's like, and the music just pops right in. It's like, yes. It's, like, and, then, so and then Ed Harris takes off his wedding band. Yeah. And it zooms up right into his eyes. And it's like really fucking intense. He he goes to this funeral. It's, of course, it's raining. And he literally slow motion walks. We are not even five minutes into this film. And there's slow motion walking in yeah. rain and a funeral. He's holding roses. <laughs> And he, like, salutes the other, like, soldiers after they, like, gun-saluted the death of whatever Some other soldier, yeah, <laughs> dying. It's just, like, it's, yeah. like, man, America sucks, like, to be a soldier. It's just so terrible. Like, this is so horrible. Uh, he goes up to this gravestone, um, and it's for Barbara, and that must be his wife. And he tells her, you know, I have to do something that you probably wouldn't have approved of. Uh, try not to think less of me, but, you know, I've tried all these other options, and now I've got to make them listen to me. So They we, wouldn't listen, yeah. They wouldn't I could, listen. I couldn't do this while you were here. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, it shows the respect and the discipline yeah. in the Marines, you know. Yeah. It's like really, I thought it was cool. I loved his character. I really did. Even though he's, like, the villain of the film, I absolutely adored him. Um, so then it cuts to a naval weapons, um, like, storage facility. And I swear to God, the music from Bad Boy starts playing. It's the it's same, the same soundtrack. It's, it's, it's like it's literally like when Vanilla Ice stole under pressure and he like got away with it from a cymbal crash. Yeah, That's the it, difference between the two scenes. There's a melodic difference. Maybe it is a very so same. Melodic difference, but we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. It's a slight difference. Go ahead. I'll die on this hill. I don't care what you say. I'll sing it's it right same. now. Bad Boys is dun 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 dun, and this one is. Dun 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 dun. Baby. That's all I'm saying is there are differences. Baby. Very, they're similar. They're similar. Baby, that is more anyway. than similar. <laughs> it's, it's anyway, Bad Boys music starts playing. Um, a <laughs> a fake a fake like inspection team shows up. It's Ed Harris and his crew, and there's like they're basically breaking in. Um, it's an action movie, so people are being hit. Um, they're being knocked around, they're being thrown out of towers and shot, and then they're falling downstairs, and the bad boys music is just getting louder and louder, and it's so intense, we're only like seven minutes into this movie. Um, they steal an access card, and it's Ed Harris, he's, he's, they got him the card, there's more shooting, another dude gets flipped over like a balcony, there's more music, Ed Harris is looking really intense, but fine as hell. 
they open up this vault that is apparently really important because the music changes key, so you know this is important. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever they're stealing, they drop one. It's like a like a chemical storage well, tube. Well, yeah. So they get to this big vault, and like the how organized they are is insane. Like, oh yeah. They're incredibly well organized. Oh, they're disciplined, they're, man. They're soldier. That's the thing. It's like they're villains, but they're soldier villains. And they're shooting all the guys in this facility with darts because they don't want to kill any American soldiers. Yeah. But they get to the vault and Ed Harris walks in. He's the first one because he's like the leader. Because he's, he's like, Ed Harris. Yeah, and he's just like, I want 16, Major. And then they <laughs> immediately just start running really oh, fast. Oh, everyone's like, let's go. Like, they're grabbing rockets, grabbing this and, stuff. And there's it's bad like, boys music playing. Like, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. dun, 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 You're no, like, oh my God. Dun, dun, dun. It's not the same. It's the same song. It, anyway, yeah. So they're obviously acquiring this weapon that's very important because the music changed key and when they pull out this like canister it's like a bunch of green balls like glass balls and he accidentally drops one and everyone's like oh shit like we gotta get out but one of the soldiers gets stuck in the vault they lock him in and just like he becomes the thing from fantastic four basically but dies yeah it's horrible see his skin starting to melt off and like the major's looking through the porthole of the and he looks door. at him and says, sorry. sorry. And then it goes, like, zooms in on Ed Harris's face, and it's just really intense. It's very dramatic. Yeah. Because the dude's dead. Like, he's done. Oh, he's so dead. I mean, and, like, <laughs> horrible. He's, like, laying on the ground screaming. You're A like, long and <laughs> painful death. It's horrible. Basically. Yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness. I'm laughing because it's only, like, eight minutes in. And like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? So then it cuts, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm going to get a breather here. Because it cuts to Nick Cage. He's in a science lab. He has a Nerf gun. He's, like, knocking over floppy disks. Um, yeah, it's the FBI laboratory in um, Washington, Yeah, D.C. some chem lab. He's excited because he gets a, a package, and it's, um, like, this Beatles record. Apparently, he's a Beatle maniac. Uh, but then an alarm sounds, and they're all like, oh, shit, got to go. And they gather to see this package that's arrived. That's not the um, Beatles record. It's a different package from a terrorist. Um, and it's leaking something. They've got it in this glass vault with all these scientists. So then Nick Cage and, like, another of these interns is like, and for the record, I never bothered to learn the main character's name, so I literally refer to them as, like, Nick Cage, John Connery, and Ed Harris' this entire film, which I think is probably fine. Is well, that Nick okay? Nick Cage is Stanley Goodspeed, and then Sean Connery is John Mason. And then Ed Harris is, like, General something. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And besides... We'll do their actor names. Yeah, and it's a good... That way you at home can picture what this looks like in your head. Anyway, so... This, <laughs> <laughs> so they suit up Nick Cage and um, another one of these science interns in these, like, hazmat suits that are reminiscent of the Abyss. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, they open up the package. Uh, all the other scientists are watching outside. The package has porn in it. It's got, like, some other shit in it. And then this baby doll... And the intern, like, grabs the baby doll, and he's, like, making it make baby noises at Nick Cage. And then it freaking erupts with some sort of gas. And they're all like, oh, this, this baby doll spewing yeah, gas. Yeah, he's, like, goofing off. Nick Cage is like, knock it off. Yeah. And the baby eyes open, and then gas spews out its mouth. Yeah. So they're all, like, just freaking out. Turns out <laughs> so much happened so fast. I was just like, type, 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 type. Um, the gas is corrosive. It's eating through their suits. And then it's a bomb. And then they <laughs> Then they try to suck. It's a Michael Bay movie. Then they try to suck the gas out with like like they make a tornado in this like glass yeah, vault. Yeah, there's a, a, 
event above them that yeah, everyone has to evacuate the lab but nick cage and the intern have to stay locked in um and it's eating through their suits and there's uh, like a couple scientists still out there and they're trying to turn on the sprinklers but for some reason the sprinklers aren't working i don't know uh all of a sudden they're being this is so intense like so it's a flow problem there's obviously something going on with like the plumbing of their like magical which makes no sense because systems. this is an FBI, like, state-of-the-art facility, yeah, and their emergency terrible. sprinklers it's do n- not work. It's not a good time to have water flow problems. No, it's terrible, and they're all just, like, freaking out. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, a shot of these giant-ass syringes, and these scientists are like, you need to inject this syringe into your heart right now. And they, like, hand it to Nick Cage, and Nick Cage is like, get these away Wait, from me. Get that away. <laughs> What is it called though? It's like the Apper. It's. I don't uh, even understand what this is for, but it's like supposed to stop them from dying it's from like, like an EpiPen. chemical exposure. It's basically like an EpiPen or. Something. I think the science is probably a little shaky, but well, I'll go yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay doesn't give a shit about that stuff. He only cares about like the shot I and was the explosions. Like, for sure, Michael Bay just watched like watched uh, Pulp Fiction and was like, "I like that scene with Uma Thurman." Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, it. <laughs> Maybe that is what it is. Absolutely, for sure, that's what it is. Um, so he's like, you know, get these away from me. And there's all these shots of men just like profusely sweating and working really fast, and it's just so intense. And the music's like, do 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 do. And I'm like, what is going on? And then a scientist is like trying to fix the water, but he's like, we're fucked. Yeah, he's like, we're fucked. There's so much swearing. Finally, the water happens, and then another scientist is like, we're not gonna make it. We are, swear to God, we're like 15 minutes into this film. (laughs) And I'm like, this is so much. I can't handle it. I can't type this all out. Uh, Finally, like, Nick Cage diffuses the bomb, and the music is so intense, I'm losing my mind, but they live, and no one got stabbed in the heart. (laughs) Okay. Let's take a breather. That's the intro to The Rock. We got Ed Harris doing crazy shit. There was deaths right away. We got Nick Cage saving everyone by defusing a bomb right away. Right, Okay, we got our two guys there. So it cuts to Nick Cage. He's at home. He's totally naked. He's playing a guitar in his apartment. His girlfriend shows up. Um, And he kind of tells her about his terrorist attack day. And she's like, oh, wow, it sounds crazy. And it's like, girl, you don't even know how (laughs) terrible that was. And he, he starts going on. And this is when he was talking about how the world was going to shit. It kind of reminded me of you. Because <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you get that way. Yeah, you're sure. like, everything's pointless. It's terrible. <laughs> like, I just hate everything. And he's going on and he's like, I would never bring a kid into this world. And she's like, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like so well timed. Um, he does not take the news well, and she, but you know, she like rolls with the punches, and so she just straight up proposes to him, which I was like, boss move, I like that. Um, but the scene cuts without an answer, <laughs> and then it's like we're on, we're, we're with a tour guide with a bunch of people, and they're like, it's the Rock, it's a prison, they've done it, they've said the name of the film, which is important, which is important. Ed Harris is currently on, he's with this tour group going through it, um, but there's a takeover happening, very similar to the military base they just robbed of chemical weapons, right? Yeah. So Ed Harris has this really nice scene where um, he warns some of the school kids, he's like, you go get your teacher and you tell them you have to get on the bus right now, which there's a lot of these little moments where they make you sympathize with With the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's the great thing about the film it's yeah. all the it's like the morality challenge of who's right and who's wrong yeah it's really hard because it's like i get why ed harris is so mad but it's like dude this is a crazy plan but we'll get to it um so during the tour like one of the gimmicks of the tour is they have all the people get into different cells and they lock them up to like pretend to be prisoners but guess what it's not pretend ed harris's group has taken over and all these people are legitimately locked in these alcatraz cells um yeah the rock is alcatraz i don't think i said that but in case you didn't get it they're in san francisco it's alcatraz (laughs) so so then hey the Candyman actor is here which i thought was cool very good cast in this movie. Um, yeah. More troops fly in, all the bad troops. Um, and basically, he's got a bunch of hostages now, um, and they're in this Alcatraz fortress. And I wrote, what is Ed Harris up to? Yeah. <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> what could it be? And then I wrote, bad boys music. Because <laughs> then it's like, the music is like, do, 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 whatever. And it's Ed Harris, like, marching down the cell block to talk to the hostages. And he, like, fires his gun. He tells them what's what. Like, we're not going to hurt you. We're just going to keep you as long as I have to to get the job done. Yep, that's exactly right. Then he leaves and he addresses his men. There's a lot of military talk. Um, They're all just like, testosterone, we're so pumped up, let's do this. Um, And he says, you know, they're all going to be branded as traitors, but they're actually patriots. And he, like, reference Jefferson, Adams, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Uh, If they're successful in their mission, each gets a million bucks and they can never return to America. Um, He talks about wanting to stop the lies that families are told when their military family members die abroad. Which you're like, oh shit, this is serious. And it's very inspiring. And it shows those close-up shots of all the guys and they're just like, yeah, Oh, they're eating it up. They love it. Um, It cuts to an important dude in a suit must be in the government um, after Alcatraz has been taken over. (laughs) Do you want to say it? He like takes the phone call when he realizes that Alcatraz has been taken and he turns to his assistant and says... Right, right. Well, Ed Harris calls him and you know, gives him the business, like, yeah. I have 81 people under my control, blah, 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 you know, keep this classified. And then his assistant's like, I'll cancel your reservation. And he's like, "Get or call the San Francisco office. It seems Alcatraz has just been real. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's like, what? It's, it's so good. I'm like, what? Yes. It is so good. There are so many one-liners. I couldn't even keep up with there's all of like, them. There's like 30 one-liners or there something. There is, and each one is as good as the last. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the government dude he has to cancel his reservations boohoo it's gotta go handle the alcatraz um situation uh they're all it's like we cut to the pentagon now and they're all being briefed on how ed harris has chemical weapons that he stole at at alcatraz and he's one of the guys is talking about how harris is actually a hero i mean he's like legitimately a military hero one of the best generals they've ever had i mean like his accolades go on and on and on mm-hmm. um and then harris calls them at the pentagon you're like oh shit first of all how do you get a number to the pentagon I'm like how does harris he's just have a, a huge general he's got does he have a number to, to the freaking like he, he war knows room? he knows all, he knew the i think well you're gonna mention it but about the slush fund yeah that's he knows true. classified actually extremely. i might not mention that because i wrote like military talk blah 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 I don't care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's a pretty. Well, it's how he intends to pay all these men. Okay. It's from that fund. So, yeah. so what I've got is Harris tells the Pentagon people um, basically he's pissed that people that he was in charge of have died and the government gave their families no reparations or a funeral. Um, or any even of, medals. Or even medals because they were on you know, top secret missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's pissed off about that. Uh, the Pentagon basically doesn't know what to do. Um, Harris 
tells them, you know, you're going to pay all these families. This is what I want. I want you to pay these families all this money, blah, blah, blah. And he wants them to pay for it out of what? It's like the Red Sea China fund or some crazy thing. And it's like a, basically it's a slush fund that the U.S. has gained funds from off of illegal black ops um, weapons sales. Oh, okay. So that makes yeah, sense. So, and that's what the, why that FBI director Womack was like, what, 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 what was this? that? And then yeah. that's why he's so surprised. Like, cause yeah. he, he's the FBI director and he doesn't even know. That. Yeah. 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 So it's kind Government. of, a, it's, yeah, it's kind of a crazy scene. actually. Government is scary. Yeah. Uh, so the Pentagon hangs up, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what do we do? They start coming up with some plans. And the first thing they do is they got to bring in Nick Cage because he's a chemical scientist dude at the FBI. And they need this guy. Um, they Nick, need a nerd. They need a nerd. <laughs> um, so Nick Cage, he's busy getting it out with his girlfriend. The FBI calls. Uh, he has to go to San Francisco. Uh, she kind of guilt trips him. Like, I'm pregnant. I need you to marry me. Uh, he invites her to San Fran and says, yes, I will marry you. She's like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Pentagon is running through options. They decide they're going to bring in another dude who knows Alcatraz really well. It's Sean Connery. And I wrote, he was an inmate and an operative. What's his past? We don't know. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a mystery. <laughs> it is a mystery. Uh, apparently he is, they kind of call him this professional escape artist. Uh, and then I swear to God, there is another slow-mo shot of like these keys clinging and they're oh, like they're unlocking so him and it keeps cutting to like Sean Connery's eyes and there's like and Shakespeare the books. books. Yeah, <laughs> the art of war. Yeah, you're like, so this guy's like, obviously whoa. very well read. His hair <laughs> is insane. He's like, again, slow-mo walking out of this horribly dank cell all these people around him i'm like he's just like old there's, like, dude moisture everywhere it I'm looks like a so horrible moist. place it's so moist you know those books are moldy as hell uh and then there's like a dramatic cut of light over connery's eyes like i'm free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it cuts to nick cage who is realizing as he's getting onto this really nice plane the fbi has sent he's like oh this is not a training exercise. Um, so the FBI mobile command rolls in to some really heroic bad boys music. Nick Cage has arrived. Sean Connery's also on the way. Uh, they talk about how they, like, Sean Connery is like this big thing. Like, they've wiped his identity because they were embarrassed. He's escaped Alcatraz. No one even knows that anyone has ever escaped Alcatraz, yeah. but he did. Um, he's also, like, really smart, apparently. Uh, I think, you know, they're alluding to all those books in a cell. Clearly, this guy is a mysterious dude. Um, so the FBI goes into an interrogation room to meet with Sean Connery, and they offer him a deal, freedom, basically, in exchange for information on how to get into Alcatraz. Um, Sean Connery is like, fuck off. The dude tosses him a quarter, like, go call your lawyer. The cop is such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like, that sucks. He does suck. He sucks so bad. Um, and then they decide to make Nick Cage... Why is Nick Cage behind this glass mirror to like watch this interrogation like why would nick cage the chem science lab rat be there i do not understand this but he is he's yeah, there he's the expert in chemicals not like <laughs> interrogation <laughs> <laughs> so for some for some reason they're like nick cage you go talk to him you're a nerdy awkward lab rat I, but they're like lie to him like i think I, I get what you're saying but i think it's because he didn't he doesn't want Womack doesn't want anyone involved with this because mm-hmm. of the history with the FBI John agent Womack character. Yeah, so they're and just it, keeping it tight. Yeah, I think he was just keeping it as tight as he could. He didn't know what he was going by the seat of his pants. 
I mean, yeah. Nick Cage was not equipped for this by no. any means. Like, throughout the whole movie, he was just not equipped he was not at all. Guy. He was not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, so Nick Cage is like, all right. I think they were like, Nick Cage is a smart dude. Sean Connery's a smart dude. dude. Let's let, right. let him talk. I don't... <laughs> it's like, you guys are freaking special ops FBI agents. You should be smart dudes. Like, what? That was your tactic to go in there and throw a quarter at him? Be like... <laughs> well, that happened because... We're going over this too much, but like in, in the scene where Sean Connery said that Latin phrase, Nick Cage watching through the two-way mirror or whatever was said it in English. And he knew it. And Womack's like, yeah. that guy's smart. That guy's really smart. <laughs> it's like, you go talk to him, nerd. <laughs> would that's, never happen. That's what I think it was. Like, You're a nerd, go talk to him. <laughs> so they make him go talk to him. The rapport is good. Nick Cage is kind of a goof, but we love him. Um, he gets them to take off Connery's handcuffs. They get him coffee. Nick Cage is kind of like trying to, he's a lot of bluster. He's like trying to be well, like, he's a pushover. oh, yeah. yeah. Sean Connery's basically controlling him. Yeah, but Nick Cage is trying so hard to be like, I'm a cool FBI agent. <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> but I love him. Um, so they quote like Greek shit at each other. It's good yeah. stuff. <laughs> Connery, Connery's like, He's a smart dude. <laughs> no, he goes, oh, you're an educated you're man. You're an educated man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, that rules out the idea of you being a field agent. Yeah, but he's like, I am a field, field agent. agent. <laughs> and, he goes, <laughs> and what, he goes, in what field? And he's like, terrorism. Or no, he goes, anti-terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to be so tough, and it's like Sean Connery can read he's right through you. right through you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so... So he agrees to like get Connery this hotel room he wants so Connery can shave, cut that atrocious hair. Um, and so they leave and Connery, when no one's looking, takes the quarter and like scuffs it up underneath his chair while no the one's leg looking. The of his chair, he slams it real quick. Yeah. Then he basically gets up, he scours a circle on the window with the quarter, busts through it and then sees Womack, the FBI agent he hates. He's like, Womack, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I should have known you were behind this. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it was really cool, actually. That's one of my favorite scenes in a movie, actually. I, I remember that. You know, you don't forget stuff like that. No, it was you know, such... Like breaking out par- parts of the window. Bad to, ass. To, yeah. It so also, cool. it's just so weird to see Sean Connery not in a suit with clean hair. And, like, yeah, you know he, what I mean? It's, it, yeah, usually, you know, Bond, he's, sharp. I mean, he's looking good, you know. It was so, so... I mean, he's about to look really good quickly here but i mean just when they were leading him out of that prison cell i'm like that can't even be sean connery yeah, like he looks crazy. horrible it is crazy <laughs> so the cuts um cage and connery are in uh, fbi transport van now and he's calling his girlfriend he's like yo do not come to san francisco <laughs> but she's like fuck you i'm coming and <laughs> it's like girl when your husband-to-be works in the FBI and he's like, do not no, come to San Francisco. Do not come to San Francisco. Um, they're at the hotel. They give Nick Cage a gun because he needs one. Uh, Sean Connery's taking a shower. Uh, but basically, he's making an escape plan. He's, like, uh, acquired some rope. He's called and ordered room service while no one's been paying attention. Yeah. Um, then this, Very like... Smart. Very stereotypically gay stylist comes in and they're like, What did they say? Like, oh, are you um, the barber? And he's like, a Stylist. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Um, he comes in, he starts cutting Sean Connery's hair on the patio, uh, does a really good job. Um, and while he's getting his hair cut, Connery's doing something with the rope under a towel. Um, Nick Cage is watching, all suspicious. Uh, room service shows up. Everyone's like, Hell yeah, food. 
they're eating. Um, Sean Connery all of a sudden looks great. He's in a suit, his hair is cut, and then he kind of stands up and he tricks the FBI agent that he hates into a handshake and flings him over the edge of the building, holding onto him by the rope. This poor FBI guy immediately gets hit in the face with a seagull. Like, it's so yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> and it's Womack. I mean, it's, it's Womack. It's the, the, it's big the bad. head of mm-hmm. the FBI. I mean, it's a big guy. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of history. So I yeah. like how the real villain in this in this film is like the man. We don't like the shitty FBI guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not really a villain, but like you hate him. He's a part of it. He's a loser. He's a part of it. So Nick Cage, certainly not a coward by any means. I mean, he's definitely a goof and a lab rat. We love him. He's got balls. He pulls out his recently acquired gun. Sean Connery's like, you drop it or I'm going to drop the agent. The gay stylist is freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the other agents are too busy eating, eating food, food to notice. That, that he ordered. Oh, it's so smart. So Sean ties the rope. Sean Connery ties the rope onto a chair and then like runs away. Nick Cage is like, screw this. Chases him. Um, Sean. Well, Nick Cage is forced to catch the FBI. Oh, he is, but like he screams and everyone else comes back in and they're eating the room service food and they go to lift the guy up and Nick Cage is like, you got it. I got to go get Sean Connery. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Sean like had the hairstylist as a hostage for a brief second. Is that, or did he just end up in an elevator? No, they were just in the same elevator. He didn't care about him. Oh, okay. So they both end up in the elevator. And the stylist is like, please don't kill me, I swear to God. I just want to know if you liked your haircut. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then it's another action scene. This whole movie is one long action, action scene, scene, I yeah. swear to God. Um, Sean is, Sean, like I know him, he's my friend. Sean Connery is escaping. He's running through a kitchen. Plates are flying everywhere. Nick Cage is chasing him. They're very abusive to the wait staff. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's so good. The wait staff, all they're like, anything they're delivering just gets knocked over. Literally there. anybody that's <laughs> holding a plate of food gets thrown. Gets <laughs> just totally gets thrown to the side. Um, they're running through kitchens, and then Sean escapes in this car. Then Nick Cage escapes in a car right behind him. It's like a yellow speed car. You said it was a... Ferrari. Okay, I don't know cars. That's a good car. Yeah, well, when Sean Connery steals the Humvee, like there's this pretentious uh, kind of larger man talking like, I don't want anyone, no scratches on my Humvee. Or whatever. <laughs> he has this like, maybe an Aussie accent, I'm yeah. not sure. And so... I don't know. That's just. I thought that was really funny. And then because then like, it immediately gets stolen. Yeah, immediately gets stolen while he's complaining to the valet. Guy. <laughs> so, so the the minute they both got into cars, I'm like, oh, it's a car chase Chase-nap. scene now. Yeah. <laughs> because Michael Bay, as soon as they get into a car, what's the first thing they hit? A fruit stand. Yeah. <laughs> fruit goes flying. Police cars apparently <laughs> suck at chasing people because they're just like, whoa, we can't do... They just, like, cannot drive. They're crashing into everything. They're yeah. flying over a hill because it's San the Francisco. The hills of San Francisco. And it's a car chase. Also, he's, like, running into everything. Everything. Yeah, to try to block him. Uh, the camera is just shaking and zooming in and out. And it's so intense. I thought I was going to have a headache. Um, <laughs> and then I wrote... Apparently the car Sean Connery is in is a fucking tank or something because he's, I didn't know. He's just plowing through everything. And of course there's a giant truck filled with like tons of water bottles that's going through an intersection. You're like, oh, he's going to hit the, the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. Of course, it's in slow motion. And then for some reason, this truck full of water explodes. There's fire. And Sean Connery is still driving. It's, I know you're giving me a look. It exploded. Okay. I swear to God. Right, I believe you. <laughs> so it explodes. Um, Sean Connery is still driving. Mm. Uh, an electric pole falls. There's a, a car flips. 
It's all just going right down the action scene, car chase, checklist. Uh, Nick Cage drives through a window. Then the cops are all like left behind, and well, only Nick Cage can catch him. And the reason is because Sean Connery drove into that electric pole, and it fell, and the cops couldn't get over the electric pole. And Nick Cage was like, electric pole, excuse me. And Nick Cage is like, well, I'm going to go around. You know, yeah, and that's why he drives through a, through a window. Through a, well, it's a mechanic shop. Through a window. He through comes window. flying out of a window. Yeah. In his car, in his Ferrari that he stole. That was the roundabout way he took. I'm just saying, it literally checked off every point on a car chase action scene checklist. It's very good. I mean, mean, it's great, but it was like, really, fruit stand, window, It's not done yet. More more stuff. I know. I'm not even halfway through this car (laughs) chase. (laughs) There's plenty more than that. So then a phone rings in the Humvee, and Sean answers it, and... This guy's like, you've got, you stole my Humvee. And he's like, I'm only borrowing it. Yeah. But you do it because you do an accent I, better. I'm only borrowing your Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Will you please talk like that for the rest of the night? I no, just... it's hard. his accent is really hard. It's so beautiful. Um, and then there's a trolley full of tourists because San Francisco. They narrowly missed that. And then and then there's people in wheelchairs crossing the road. Yeah, yeah. it's like, who, who could die <laughs> and in then, this scenario? This, I just like was typing so fast, and then it's like the trolley blows up, and then it almost kills Nick Cage, and then there's uh he like oh and all this is said and done, all the fires happening, uh, it's like a stand up shot from the ground up like bad boys, and it's on Nick Cage, and he like kind of like tosses his head, and he's like oh my god, yeah, like, he's like this, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. That was a lot. And then, then this, like, stoner dude rolls up, and he's like, dude, you messed up your car. And he just takes his this dude's motorbike. <laughs> well, no, he goes, dude, you just trashed your Ferrari. And he's like, it's not mine. Then he, like, pushes him yeah, off the motorcycle like, and steals it. Pushes him off. <laughs> I want to do that one day. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, though, being so self-assured? You're like, I have the right to do this. I'm right. FBI. Like, this is critical national security business. Um, it cuts to the chem lab who Nick Cage is calling, um, and his lab partner gives him some info for Sean Connery's next of kin. So Cage goes there, and he finds Sean Connery um, taking a walk with his daughter, who he hasn't really met before. Um, his daughter asks him, you know, what did you do to be arrested? He doesn't really answer. He just says he wants to get to know her, and he doesn't have a lot of time, but that he will be back police show up and you can tell that her face kind of falls and she's like I don't want to get to know a guy like this but then Cage kind of steps up and covers for him and he's like well, he's helping with you know a FBI matter and your father's yeah, of great like, importance flashes his badge yeah and, like, and she buys it so Sean Connery can save face in front of his daughter and you know which is pretty nice it's pretty nice didn't have to do that because like he literally almost killed all of those people on that trolley. So yeah, you know, he could have killed everyone. Probably did. It really injured some it was people. Very reckless driving. <laughs> <laughs> what about that Humvee? What about that Ferrari? That I mean, like, is, yeah, that, all that stuff. Is, it's is terrible. Dumb. It's because Sean Connery. And Sean's like, "Thank you for that. You could have handled that differently." <laughs> and then like uh, <laughs> Nick Cage is like, "Let's cut the chit chat, a hole." <laughs> He's like so angry with him. <laughs> Well, Nick Cage is like, what the fuck is going on? Because Nick Cage is like, I am not cut out for this. I'm just trying yeah, to do my best. Yeah, the whole time he's just like, this has been a terrible day. <laughs> my girlfriend's pregnant. I'm not super happy about it because the world's shit. I got called into the FBI because of some chemical shit. He's just now chill I'm chasing dude. This guy. He's a chill dude. He wants to just drink some wine and listen to Beatles. Yeah, he loves the Beatles, man. He's not into all Make this Make love, stuff. not war. <laughs> so, so it cuts to the FBI mobile center. 
and Connery's there kind of briefing these troops on, you know, how you can get into Alcatraz. But he tells them, I have to go to Alcatraz with you guys because I don't actually remember it. Um, you know, I did it while I was there. And then it's, what's his freaking name from Aliens? Michael Bean? 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 B-I-E-H-N. I should know him, but I love him. And it just, he's like there too. He's part of this elite, like, SWAT team, basically. And it's like I'm literally watching Aliens because I swear to God, it's just like Hicks from Aliens. He's, he's awesome. He he's big freaking awesome. Um, so then Cage is also told that he's going with them because he's the only guy that knows how to defuse the, the, the rockets with the chemical weapons on them. Which is news to Cage. And he throws up immediately. immediately goes and throws up to yeah. realize he's going into a war zone. Yeah, he's not doing well. Um, it cuts to Alcatraz. Ed Harris is pissed because the FBI is like lying to him. He hangs up. Um, and then it's like the SEAL incursion team with Connery and Cage. It's been greenlit, full steam ahead. Uh, the Pentagon has like another plan to like weaponize some thermite what? stuff. So that is what we forgot in that earlier scene when Ed first calls the government people yeah. at the Pentagon. After he hangs up, they talk about a, a thermite. It's called thermite plasma, and that's okay. a safe way of eradicating this chemical drug. But it, well, it's basically they're gonna bomb Alcatraz, like basically. kill it. So they would and sacrifice the hostages. And Ed Harris even says, I'm aware of your countermeasure. You and I both know it won't work. Mm -hmm. That's because Ed Harris, because he's in the government, knows that thermite plasma is in testing. It's not. They don't know it's going to work for sure. Yeah. Yeah, It's like plan B. Right. So. Right. That's something that we forgot. Yeah. So the the Connery Cage team up is on with apparently the greatest SEAL team in the world. Um, So Michael Bain, I don't know how to say his name, but Hicks from Aliens. Uh, he's given, <laughs> he's given them a pep talk, and he's like, it's yeah. so freaking every every shot in this movie is like the most dramatic, intense speech anyone has ever given in their lives. Like, <laughs> this is it's it, you guys, it's fucking it. And he tells them like, you are about to go up against one of the greatest generals of the Vietnam War. I shit you not. Yeah. <laughs> if I was one of those soldiers, I'd be like, uh, oh my god. Maybe uh, can we? Maybe, maybe like, get some robots to send in there or something? It's the 90s, man. They don't have robots. So, so, so I think at this point, too, Connery is realizing that Cage is, like, totally not a field agent, but he's a scientist. Oh, he's known that since yeah, the but he interrogation like, room. During, during Aliens Hicks' speech, he kind of, like, looks at Cage, and Cage is like, I'm going to be fucking sick. <laughs> and Connery's like, okay, who, like, what's your deal? Um, so then actually that's a good point because so the helicopter is sitting there ready and they're like okay break or whatever and they all go on and then Sean Connery like kind of hits him on the back he's like after you good speed and kind of smiles I think he, that's a really good point it because is. he can tell he's like this is a little boy scout yeah, like, this he guy can't is, handle this at all he is freaking out <laughs> this guy is this guy is F so they break and then like bad boys music is playing again it's like do 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 and they're all jogging to the helicopter it's raining it's nighttime. they're all in their gear and <laughs> and um, they they talk about they like bring on board the syringes that you can inject into your heart. They hand them out to everyone on the helicopter because apparently it neutralizes whatever effect this chemical has. I don't That's really correct. get it, but anyway, it's basically Nick Cage being like, "I don't like these things. I don't want to use it," but they give it to him anyway. And I was like, "Of course, probably later he's gonna have to use this." Yeah. Like, right? So the movie's very um. It's formulaic in parts, but so incredibly enjoyable. Like we, there's a checklist 
for action yeah, movies for a reason. everything you need. Yeah, it makes you happy. Yeah. It cuts to Alcatraz, and Ed Harris realizes there's two helicopters being flown in, but they lose track of one. Um, the other helicopter that they lost track of uh, drops the, the SEAL incursion team into the water. They've got, like, basically jet backpacks, and there is just nonstop bad boys music. It is so <laughs> intense. I don't well, think there's they're one doing theme. cool stuff. They have these super sweet, they're like underwater jet skis. Every scene. Where do I get, can I I buy that right now? I think that you honestly, like they make those things so you can do it. But every freaking scene is like, this is so cool. And the music is just like, I don't think there's a single scene without like music behind it. And it's just really intense. Yeah, the whole movie has constant sound. I was literally exhausted by the time this movie ended because I'm like, I just need a breather. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Give me something. I, no, I, only I, action. <laughs> I read in the trivia, I didn't include this, but I'll mention it here, is that uh, in the trivia, like the longest scene before it's cut is like two minutes. It like cuts that <laughs> fast. Like they don't stay in one scene longer than two minutes. Like and it really is. It's like cut, 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 cut. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> so they swim under and into Alcatraz, um, and apparently, like, once they get in, they're in, like, some sort of, uh, like, boiler room. I don't really know what it is. But uh, apparently Connery has to crawl through this, like, Tomb Raider-esque fiery <laughs> tunnel to unlock this, this door on yeah. the other side. And you're like, what? I think they said what that was. It's some type of engine. But, yeah, it uh, maybe that is a real thing in, Question, in buildings. Question, why would the engine be running on a prison that's no longer operational? Yeah. I yeah. have questions. I have some questions about that, but either way, it was, like, the most badass thing in anything ever, like, especially, like, as you, just go on, just continue. So, I mean, of course, it's Michael Bay, so now they have to play more Bad Boys music, because Sean Connery is about it's to do... not Bad Boys music. I'm gonna die on this hill. So, Sean Connery, like, basically, Nathan Drake or Laura Crofts, whatever he does, rolls through this, like, pattern of fire... Gets through the other side. It's not just fire, by the way, too. There's a mechanical swinging thing that could also crush you. It's very Uncharted, very Tomb Raider. Yeah, and there's one guy that's, like, assigned to be right on his hip, and he's like, uh, Major, I know you told me to be with him, but he's like, stand fast. Yeah. The Michael Bain guy, like, stand fast. Hey. (laughs) So... So, like, Connery gets through, and then he opens the door, and it's, like, this really awesome scene. He's like, welcome to the rock. Yeah, and it's like... It's like, what? Oh, they the said camera's it. like zooming in on him as he says it. You're like, what? He said the movie so name. It's so good. Um, oh, it's so good. <laughs> they're in. Um, and there's like some tents moving through the sewers shit. And then Harris's team, Ed Harris's team, is kind of alerted that the SEALs are making their way into the shower room. So they know they've been, you know, broken into. So uh, the SEAL team gets in. They kind of clear the shower room. They get in. Um, they think they've cleared it, but then, boom, Ed Harris's team is basically on, like, an upstairs pavilion around them, surrounding them. They have the high ground, basically. Right. Um, so, Harris and Hicks, I know that's not his real name, it's Michael Bean, but I could just think of his name in Aliens. So, those two actors are having this conversation about this, this military oath they swore. And Harris is like, lower the weapons, and Cage and Connery, they're still in the sewer, uh, but he's like, you know, you, Michael Bain Hicks is like, you made this oath to your country. You know, I said I was going to defend this against terrorism, you know, both abroad and domestic. domestic yeah. yeah. 
And so, Ed Harris is just trying to push the narrative of, like, you know, no one has to die here. Yeah, you don't... Ed Harris really... He doesn't want to be violent. You can tell. Like, he really... That's the last thing he wants to do. But then this, like, rock falls from the upper pavilion. It creates this loud noise. It startles someone. They start shooting. The other team starts shooting. It's an absolute firefight. It's really horrible. It's, it's very tragic. brutal. And Ed Harris's team is obviously at a, you know, Complete above position. Or Sean... God damn it. I can't keep all their goddamn names straight. But it's fine. And right. then, um, so like, yeah, Michael Bain's team gets completely decimated. Right. Literally, they're the everyone ones dies. that are sneaking in. They're the SEAL team that are coming in. And Ed Harris surprised them because they moved this motion sensor and they were easy to find. And, uh, yeah, because they're above everyone, like, literally no one from the terrorists, Ed Harris team, gets hurt mm-hmm. at all. And they kill, like, literally they everyone. They kill everyone. Like, literally all of them. Everyone from the team dies except for Nick Cage and Sean Connery. Yeah. The only two people who are, like, literally not trained for this mission. Right. So, um, the FBI kind of gets into contact with Nick Cage. And he's like, status. And Cage is like, Connery's leaving. And they're like, stop him. And it's like, what the fuck do you want him to do? He's a freaking lab rat. Yeah, I thought that was strange, too. Like, he has no idea what he's doing. They're grasping at straws there. Um, FBI, they're all talking to each other to discuss who Connery is. And it comes to light that Connery is a British operative. Um, He had dirt on literally everyone that was of power in America. And the FBI held him without trial until he divulged his secrets, but he never did. So they basically just held him in captivity for his whole life, like the entire time. Uh, cuts back to Cage, who's trying to appeal to Sean Connery. And he's, like, talking about the hostages. Um, then he draws a gun on him. Connery's like, you are not cut out to do this. Uh, the safety's on anyway. Um, and he steals Nick Cage's gun. And Nick Cage is like, you know, these chemical weapons, not they will literally kill your daughter, too. They'll kill the entire city. It'll destroy well, the which, city. So basically he's like, you're right, I'm not a field agent. I'm a chemical weapons expert. Yeah. He's like, what is that? And so now what he's doing is playing to his daughter, which is in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So she's there. So he's trying to, you know, get some leverage on, Mm -hmm. on, you know. Exactly. He's doing whatever he can to get Connery to stay. So uh, he's like, you got to help me. And Connery kind of just like looks up and this white light shines down upon him. Uh, And then it cuts to Harris's men and they realize that the sewers are what the SEAL team used. So now they're searching the sewers. They throw a bomb down there. Um, Nick and Nick Cage and Sean Connery like slow mo dive as the bomb explodes. <laughs> I wrote classic Bay, uh, and then Connery like gets up and he's like, "They're on to us!" Like, you know, shit. They threw a bomb <laughs> down there. <laughs> My God, <laughs> so, how did they know? How could they possibly know? So now Harris sends like, I couldn't keep up with what was happening. So then there was like a tunnel of fire like down there. And there's more slow-mo running, and there's the shaky cam, and there's slow-mo water diving. Yeah. And then the so FBI good. has lost radio contact with them, but they still have their locators on. So then Connery is like, they live, and Connery is showing him through the tunnels of Alcatraz. There's some really good banter between Cage and Connery. He's basically, like, agreed. He's like, okay, I will help. Obviously, I love my daughter. Um, you've appealed to me. And... <laughs> Connery asks Cage, you know, are you ready for this? And Cage says, I'll do my best. And Connery, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, you tell this for Connery's I, like, I can't, I can't do it the way he does. Connery's he, like, what the fuck? You losers always whine about doing their best, but winners go home. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, dude. Dang. You're a 
best. You're the best. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's really mean, actually, because it's like, Super that mean. is a normal thing to say. Like, I'll do my best. And he's, he's like, like, fuck you're your a best. Bitch, yeah, you he little bitch. Literally was saying. He just dogs him so hard there. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I feel like Nick Cage is doing Nick, pretty well so far. Nick, and he does clap back because his girlfriend's name is Carla. And he's like, Carla was the prom queen. And then he, like, cocks his gun. You know, I don't he, remember that at all. It's because you were busy typing and you didn't get it. That's what he claps back to him at in that same scene. Oh, is that saying that he, like, did it with Carla? Who's Carla? His girlfriend that's pregnant. I thought her name was, like... Maybe it's Marla. Oh, maybe it is Carla. Okay, sorry. Jade is Sean Connery's daughter. That's the only other name I can... Okay, yeah. okay. So, after the whole, you know, you go fuck the prom queen line, uh, <laughs> they come upon one of... Harris's Ed Harris's men guarding one of the rockets, and Connery just straight up throws a knife into his neck from like twenty feet away. Yeah, it's so tight. Yeah, and just says, "You, you must go." Ahead. You must never hesitate. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like, whoa! You're like you're a terrifying killer person. <gasps> Terrifying. You're like, dang, he he is clearly scared. <laughs> Who could do that? Like, I'm gonna throw a knife and be like, "You must never hesitate." After you just must never hesitate. <laughs> So, obviously, this alerts other soldiers, and now there's a firefight. Um, Connery, like, literally shoots this guy's feet off, and then he drops an air... He, like, shoots up and, like, dislodges an air conditioning well, he, unit. Well, so he shoots the guy in the feet, and he falls down. Yeah. And then the guy who, who's on the ground who just got shot... Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna throw a grenade at you now, and Sean Connery's like, mm-mm. You must then, never hesitate. And then shoots, like, a, a huge air conditioning unit, and he shoots it so much that it, it falls from the ceiling and just... Crushes, crushes the guy. Like, literally just crushes him. And you're like, that's the most horrible thing. I wrote, I wrote, he looks way too satisfied, but I would party with Connery. Like, he's I good. mean, he's, he's good. He's good at killing in this movie. That's <laughs> so they're at the rocket now. Um, Cage is finally like, okay, I'm in my element. I know what to do. But he's kind of distracted because the corpse is twitching yeah. from underneath the air conditioning unit. Um, <laughs> Cage hands, he's like dismantling the racket and he hands the poison beads to Connery while describing in horrific detail what they do to people. And Connery's like, what the fuck? I don't want to be holding these. Um, it cuts to Harris. Uh, and Harris realizes that part of his team has been killed where Sean Connery and Nick Cage are. So they race over to that area, but Cage isn't done dismantling the rockets. I wrote exclamation marks. Um, they're almost shot, but they escape through like some sort of laundry chute. I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, and then they land. This got so weird. They land onto a mine cart, of course. Right. So now it's like they're in that level from Donkey Kong Country. Do you remember that video game? It's yeah, literally a level. In underground mine. They're in a video reason. game. It's fantastic. They're all on mine carts for some reason. It's very um, Indiana Jones. Um, and I wrote, is there really mine carts under, under Alcatraz? Alcatraz? I hope so. <laughs> anyway, I hope, I hope, why not? They end up getting flung off of it. Connery ends up hanging upside down. Cage is in the cart above. Connery is like in fantastic shape because he literally kind of hauls himself right side up, which that takes some serious core muscle for a guy who's yeah, been in prison, wasting away for a year. I guess I don't know. So then Connery. What did he have? Was that lighter fluid or something he had? Yeah, well, so there's so much stuff that happens in this movie. Like, we can't, we can't possibly cover okay, it Okay, so I'm not going to get like, into he detail. He was given a certain amount of... He was allowed a certain amount of things, and one of them was matches and a small thing of, like, um, 
lighter fluid. I must have missed this part, but That's he... in the helicopter when they first start going. Okay. Like, the other guy's like, here's what you're allowed to have, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and I think that's the reason Michael Bay did that, because it's like, later, all of a sudden, Sean Connery's I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture why they'd be like, why would here, they give him I don't, you need lighter I fluid God, and matches. He's like, here's some lighter fluid and matches. Like, why are they giving him lighter fluid and matches? It's very weird. He's a, he's a killer. He's like a maniac. Yeah. Well, even in the earlier scene when he was being interrogated and the guy threw a quarter at him, I was like, are you guys fucking insane? That was insane? an interrogation tactic. You were, but you were literally just saying how he's like a professional so escape, escape artist, artist, and you yeah. threw something at him, and well, it's I like he's gonna these use type of it. It's supposed to be simple. You're supposed to be like, oh, that's why they can do that. <laughs> Every time like, that happened, oh. I'm like, he's a genius. Why are you giving him that? Like, yeah, he's like a he's a escape. He's a mastermind. It's unreal. Yeah, so he so funny. he takes this lighter fluid, and he basically sprays it on one of these. Um, soldiers feet because they the soldiers have found them so nick cage is hiding and sean connery is still like underneath this platform he sprays all the slider fluid unbeknownst to this marine also to this so when they fell into this mine cart they were flying for a while down this train track and then also in the train tracks there was a break in them so nick cage jumped on one of these i can't really i don't really know what they are but like as they were flying it's just off, another car it's like a, well it's a track that's hanging metal it's like an upside down mine yeah, car I, I, like, yeah i don't know if you've seen the movie you know exactly what we're talking about but anyway like in the trivia they apparently that was supposed to be a whole nother chase scene but they ran out of money so they just were like using the props that's what i was reading so they had to like rewrite some of these scenes really? which is why this seems so weird to me i'm like what is happening like why are we in a mine shaft, mine shaft. Like, yeah yeah <laughs> i loved it when i was a kid i was like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he sprays his lighter fluid on this other guy and then just straight up lights him up and cage yeah. is still hiding and connery is handling things mostly bad boys music is still playing uh grenades are being thrown there's um shots of slow-mo jumping from fire cage is in the cart swinging now he's being chased by another dude in a swinging cart connery's knocking people down left and right music's picking up and then cage gets really pissed um because he sees this guy like basically fucking connery up so he right. gets up, he grabs the gun, and he finally shoots someone. And then Connor is like, I'm rather glad you didn't hesitate too long. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it was so tight, too. Mm-hmm. Like the sand when he's picking the gun up, and you can see him struggling because he's like, I can't kill. It was a, it's another, <laughs> if I had to, like, pause and explain how many slow-mo shots there are in this movie, <laughs> like, he reaches, Nick Cage reaches for the gun in slow oh, motion. motion. And you can see the sand falling off yeah. the gun. And you know, like, can he do it? Can yeah, he it is, kill like, a man? Can he, yeah. <laughs> Will he end this man's life? Like, he's just a lab rat. I don't yeah, know if he could do it. He saves Sean, and yeah. then he walks over, and he gets, Sean delivers that amazing line. And, he's, and Nick Cage is like, how do you do it? You know, he's like so like destroyed because he Because he killed a man. finally saved Connery for once. Yeah. yeah for so. once. And literally, I think the only time in this movie, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cuts back to the Pentagon. Uh, they're trying to stall for time because Plan B isn't happening too fast. Um and then it's Harris back at Alcatraz, and Harris is over the intercom, and he says, uh, we will kill a hostage if we do not get the honing chips that Nick Cage stole from the rockets back. Um, so Connery immediately takes them from Nick Cage and destroys them to basically remove the choice from Nick Cage. Did we explain that that's what he was doing, by the way? 
Probably not, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's just an action movie. Whatever. They have honing chips that That's the rockets why he's need. The rockets. Yeah. He's getting rid of their GPS chips, basically, right. destroying them. So he can't launch them to San Francisco. Right. Um. So then Connery is like slow mo walking through the cell block with all the hostages, and he's like in silhouette. And it's, I swear to God, it's more slow-mo. And all the hostages are, like, reaching out to him for help. Like he's God. Like, he's literally a savior. And it's, it's <laughs> so Michael Bay. Uh, Connery walks up to Harris. Cage is off looking for the other rockets. He finds them. Uh, Connery identifies himself as British intelligence. Um, then it cuts back to Nick Cage. He's about to be attacked. Harris's men are coming in. They're upside down because it's more dramatic. They don't need to be upside down. I don't know why they're coming in upside down, but they are. Uh, They kind of get into a fight. He's army crawling away. Then it cuts back to Sean Connery without Harris. And he basically tells Harris, I think you're a fucking idiot. Uh, Why? It seems silly to me how you would honor the dead with more dead civilians. Um, He says, I I destroyed the guidance ships. Um, Cage is still finding these guys, but they end up capturing him. And then um, Connery and Cage find themselves in separate cells in the cell block. Um, Cuts to the Pentagon. Pentagon Plan B is a go now, which is basically to destroy Alcatraz with the thermite chemical diffusing thing. Oh, you know, I wrote chemical diffusing thing. (laughs) Yeah, and we, you know, I mean, that was a gloss over of a whole lot of of stuff. But yeah, there's just so much in this movie. It's 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 not about science. This movie's not about science. No. But, I, I mean, even that, there was a whole, like, Michael Bay loves to do the president making the decision. Like, oh, my God. I've been, over the last two hours, uh, this has been the hardest decision of my life. Oh, my God. We're not even there yet. A it's human like... life. That, we were there. No, we're not. Really? No, we're, I mean, we're close, but there's, like, so much shit that still oh, okay. is happening. All right, keep going. Um, it cuts back to the cells. Connery is breaking out while Cage is, like, screaming at him, asking how he broke out before. But then Sean Connery's like, dude, I'm already out. And he lets Nick Cage out. And then Connery tells Nick Cage, look, Ed Harris is not the kind of guy to go through with this plan of blowing up San Francisco with these chemicals. Like, he just won't do it. Yeah. Um, Then the FBI calls Ed Harris because time is up. Like, either you you meet my demands or I'm going to basically destroy San Francisco. Um, And the FBI is like, we need another hour. Uh, His troops, Ed Harris's troops, the... um, rebellious guys want him to launch the rockets harris does not want to do it but is ultimately convinced to launch the rockets cuts back to nick cage and sean connery connery seemingly is like i'm leaving i didn't want to ever die on this rock um and cage is like no 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 i'm gonna fight to the end so screw you cage almost gets killed by a soldier but connery saves him because he's got a soft spot for nick cage that's not why why he he says um the last time i swam this channel i was your your age, so I'm fucked either way. Aww, I didn't hear know. that. I thought it was just because he liked Nick Cage. Well, he liked I Nick think Cage. ultimately, yeah, they're starting to like each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't I mean, ruin this for me. Like, I like not, this I'm friendship. Make, I'm not gonna make that swim. What am I thinking? <laughs> so, um, Jesus Christ, cheers, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just about to launch the rocket. And of course, Michael Bay's like, put in some really peaceful scenes of life in San Francisco. You can see all these innocent people going about their lives. They're going to die soon. They're totally going to die in a horrible way. A horrible way. Horrible chemical like, death. If, I'm, I hope nothing like this is real. Oh, it's just absolutely horrific. 
Um, but they launched the freaking rocket. And of course, it's heading to a football game. Um, Oakland, yeah. There's a zoom in shot. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's the name of the, of the football team. Oh, okay. Well, it's heading there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a zoom in shot of Ed Harris looking really intense. Um, at the last minute, Ed Harris changes the coordinates. Uh, so the rocket lands in the water. Because he has a heart. He has a heart. But also, those chemicals exploding in the San Francisco Bay, probably not, not great. Can't be good, no. Right? Like, these people are probably still so gr- fucked anyway. It's going to be another Flint water crisis. Like, for that's sure. That's a good point. Like, the, you know, Sausalito, you know, people sailing yes. and stuff. Like, All their good. home values just went drastically down. It's terrible. It'd be good for us to get in there. <laughs> I would want to move to Sausalito if the water was literally poisoned. <laughs> Boil from the inside oh, out. Shit. Anyway, um, Harris and one of his like most loyal men are having a, um, a really intense conversation privately, but uh, Connery and Cage are kind of outside the room listening in. And this other soldier, he wants to call the FBI back. He wants to demand more time. Harris is like, no. Um, and then it cuts to the president. This is what you were talking about earlier. The president's in town. He's given a speech about, you know, weighing human life, and he sympathizes with Harris and his cause. Um, but he says, you know, we're going to order the airstrike on Alcatraz. Um, then there's, like, mutiny in uh, Ed Harris's ranks um, because he won't basically kill San Francisco. Um, then it's all coming out. He's saying, you know, there is no money. You're not going to get any money. One of the soldiers is like, you know, we're not soldiers, we're mercenaries, and we want to get paid. And he's like, stand down, Captain. But they end up taking control from Harris for a second, and now everyone has guns pointed at each other. Um, But his friend, who was, you know, challenging him and wanted to call the FBI for more time, has his back. And so does Connery, apparently, because Connery also, like, starts to shoot into the room. Uh, But then Harris has been shot, and Cage is... He's, like, dying. Harris is dying, and Cage runs up to him and is like, where's the last rocket? And Harris tells him, and then he dies. Yeah, it's pretty it's good death. terribly sad. Uh, Cage goes after the last rocket. Uh, Connery's in another shaky video cam firefight. Grenades, guns, dodging, hiding in bathtubs. There's falling light fixtures. I can't write out these action scenes <laughs> scene by scene because they're, like, a second each. Um, Cage gets the last rocket. Uh, he is dismantling it. He removes the chemical balls, uh, but a soldier finds him. They kind of play chicken a little bit. Uh, Cage is like, uh, do you know Rocket Man? You know the song? And then he like launches a rocket at him. The rocket that he's dismantled doesn't have chemicals in it anymore. And he has that line. He's like, it's you. You're the Rocket Man. Which is really cheesy. <laughs> and brilliant. Um, this soldier flies out through a window on a rocket, falls, and gets straight up impaled on a fence post. Yes, and you get the close-up on his eyes it's, as the life leaves his body. That's so terrible. <laughs> so Cage goes uh, up to the outside of the lighthouse. He has the chemical balls, um, but he drops one. Like, what the fuck? Um, but he catches it in time, and everything is just so intense. Uh, and he ends up hiding all these chemical balls in a drain. And then Sean Connery is back, and he takes out the sniper that was shooting at Cage. Um, he throws the sniper sniper off of a roof into a pile of windows that was, yep. like, still in there. <laughs> yeah, just piled windows. Yeah. Just um, a good place to die. Yeah. He, like, gives Cage a thumbs up, 
And then there's one more sniper coming at Cage. This is like the other blonde, not stable dude. Um, Cage leaps slow-mo, of course, off the lighthouse. The music is lit. Uh, the strike team is on their way to destroy Alcatraz. Everything's coming to a This is terrible. This is um, the thermite plasma. This is opera, uh, option B. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Connery takes out another soldier. He strangles him with a giant chain. Cage is still being chased by this other crazy soldier. And he lures him out. He, like, tosses the honing chip yeah, on the so ground. This, this was really stupid because so good. if I was a trained Marine and I saw, like, a chip, the one thing I'm looking for get tossed, I'd be like, this is obviously a trap. 100% a trap? Like, wh- yeah, without all my a doubt. training has led to this. And the guy, like, blends down to pick it up like, I found it. He totally falls for it. Uh, then they're fighting. Cage, then, oh my god. Cage is fighting hard, by the way. He, hard. Like, he's a he's a wimp this whole movie, but he's like, no, I'm going to kill this I'm guy. I'm done. I'm angry. But he's, obviously, I mean, the guy's fighting back. He's out-trained. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. not, like, a military guy. He's in the FBI, sure, but, like, he's in the science division. He doesn't know how to fight. Uh, he takes one of the, like, the chemical ball that he had caught earlier, and he shoves it in this guy's mouth. And then punches it so it um, breaks, breaks into his mouth. And this guy dies so damn horribly. And Nick and Cage, quickly. And quickly. Yeah. And Nick Cage has to pull out that syringe that he was given on the helicopter to stab himself in the heart to save himself, which I don't really understand how that works, but it worked in Pulp Fiction, so Michael Bay is going to do it too. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, Cage somehow manages to get himself up and he grabs some green flares and this was like the signal that the Pentagon would know that the mission was successful. So he's like, if I'm going to call off the strike team, I have to launch these green flares. So he kind of like crawls out and it's all slow motion and he lights the green flares and the camera's like looking up at him and he looks like Jesus and he launches these green flares. (laughs) And and they're like, the, the strike team is like, Oh my god, green flares, and they pull back with 12 seconds to spare, but it's too late. They already dropped the bombs, but it's okay because the bombs hit the back of the island and Cage fell in the water. And you're like, he's gonna <laughs> die, but then Sean Connery is there. Sean Connery is always, I, I, I would love it if, like, if I was ever in trouble and Sean Connery's just like, I he's got just you. just there for you. That's totally That's what so it was. Great. He's like gonna drown in this water, and Sean Connery pulls him up, and then the music changes. For the first time in this entire movie, it's been so intense, and Sean Connery grabs Nick Cage, and the music is finally, like, peaceful. Uh, the music has music. been nice prior, like when he was talking to his daughter, and when they're on the roof, banging. I don't even remember that. There's other nice flute parts. Okay, I believe you. This is the first time you, I felt... You were just too busy taking notes, I know. I can breathe, finally. Because Sean Connery has saved Nick Cage the for the last time. Sean Connery saved the day, basically. He I mean, really did. Nick Cage did a lot, but I mean, Sean Connery saved the day. <laughs> so, it's all winding down. Nick Cage tells the FBI that Sean Connery's dead. Connery's like, thanks for saying that. And I love them both together. And so Sean Connery is like, you know, now we have to part ways. But if you fancy a journey, mm-hmm. you know, go to Fort Worth, Kansas. This is some church where he left something and, in a pew. Right. And Nick Cage is like, I was thinking Maui. And Sean Con, Sean Connery Let's shakes his hand. Sean Con. Sean Con. <laughs> he shakes his hand and he's obviously got something in there. And he holds him with two hands and he says, forget Maui. 
and then, and then just walks off into the sunset. Yeah. You're like, what? What? <laughs> and then Nick Cage is reading the paper, you know, and yeah. it says, you know, Fort Worth, Kansas, yeah. some church, um, front pew, right leg, hollow. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, what the hell is this? And you got to remember that Sean Connery has the dirt on, on the, everyone. Gov- the U.S. government, British basically. intelligence, they wanted him dead so bad. Yeah, they captured him at the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. And so you got to remember, like, there's some shit in that pew. He's got something. There's something in that pew. He basically squares everything away with the FBI and goes off to live his life. I mean, like, Connery obviously, like, bounces, but Nick Cage is like, Sean Connery's dead, thanks, I'm out. I'm gonna vaporized. Go. He's vaporized, so you can't find his body. <laughs> um, and there's like a time cut uh, he's with his wife he's just married and he is running out of a church with the priest screaming at him because why not let's end this way and they get in the car and they're peeling out and uh, he's he's got whatever Sean Connery left behind in this church and we find out it's basically the film footage of whoever killed JFK and that's the end they drive off that's the rock that's the rock that's uh there's that's the rock pretty much that is the rock and it is so very much (laughs) the rock was so much so my love before we get to our final thoughts and our ratings do we want to do some imdb trivia sure do you have some i have so much these are really good oh my god so i hope you like it um the rock was a 96 R-rated action adventure thriller movie. Its tagline was the greatest tagline in the history of taglines. It's cocked, locked, and ready to rock. You know that that crazy dude says that in the movie. Wait, he says cocked, locked, and ready to rock? Yep. Fuck, that's so good. I love it when it all ties together. Uh, This movie is literally two hours and 16 minutes long. It's really freaking long. I was exhausted by the end of it. Were you? No, you weren't taking yeah, notes? Yeah, you were just enjoying the film. Cool. I mean, look at The Dark Knight. That's a crazy long movie. Yeah, well, you didn't have to take notes during The Dark Knight either. This was so hard. <laughs> I don't know if I can do another action movie. <laughs> so here's the trivia. Um, Sean Connery insisted that the producers build a cabin for him to live in on Alcatraz because he didn't want to travel from the mainland to the island every day, and he got what he asked for. That's so tight. They <laughs> built him a, a, a house. God, bless that man. He's great. He, um, so he just stayed on Alcatraz. Yeah, Why he, not go into San Francisco and hang out? He didn't want to travel. He was like, I just want to stay put. I'm tired. Like, this is where I want to wow. be. I'm done shooting for the day. I want to relax. I thought um, he had like a home meal service. He probably did. That's ridiculous. Uh, the premiere of the movie was held in the prison recreation yard on Alcatraz. It's kind of oh, cool. cool. Uh, producer Don Simpson, who passed away during the filming, um, was largely responsible for creating the critical General Hummel character that was Ed Harris's character. Uh, Simpson apparently watched a 60 Minutes segment about the U.S. government's refusal to acknowledge soldiers who had died during covert overseas missions. And he later read uh, Colonel Hackworth's memoirs, which harshly criticized U.S. planning during the Vietnam War. So he really combined these two real-life elements into Hummel's character, Ed Harris's character. Um, And as uh, Jonathan Hensley described, created a really compelling villain, a soldier with a noble end, but unfortunately psychotic means. Mm. 
I loved Ed Harris's character. It's, it was a, a, it's the best type of character. Yeah. A character who's not trying to commit malice, but is like so, I don't know, either just beaten down, but at the same time conflicted. Yeah. And I just think that it's such, a, that's the best type of character. Where it you don't hard. really know if they're going to be... Good or bad, yeah. like what? What are? It was hard because it's it's so much it's not gray nefarious. area. I don't think he was being, you know. No, there was so like much that. black and white. It was, yeah. or there wasn't any black. And white. It was so much gray area. It was just yeah. It's really hard. Cool. Um, so Michael Bain, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. He's the guy from Aliens. It's how I know him. Picks. Um, he has played Navy SEALs or some variation on multiple occasions. And apparently he grew unsure of himself while acting for the first time here because he was actually acting with several real Navy SEALs in those scenes. Um, and he was also really nervous um, acting in front of Sean Connery. Really? Yeah, so he kept like freezing up when he had to be like the commander. He's like, I don't know that I... Yeah, uh-huh. he, just, he was like intimidated. Um, this movie marks the third time that Michael Bain has played a Navy SEAL. The first was The Abyss which I don't like. And the second um, was in a movie called Navy Seals, and he also played um, uh, a Marine Corporal in Aliens, which is how I know him. Uh, reportedly, Sean Connery accepted the part of Mason after learning that Nick Cage had also been cast. Wanted, really? Yeah, I wanted to work with Nick Cage. That's cool. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered the role of Mason first, but at the time, the script was like only 80 pages, uh, it was a lot of handwriting scribbles, and it didn't seem fully baked. So in a Reddit AMA that Arnold was a part of, he stated that he actually regretted not taking the role. Um, but years later, he did play his part as a convict with a mysterious past in Escape Plan 2013, which, mm. guess what? I haven't seen. Did you yeah. see it? Uh, I actually don't think I've seen it. Oh, okay, good. We're both okay. on the same page. A um, couple more. There are several theories that Sean Connery's character is actually, in fact, an older version of his own James Bond character. However, yeah, however, since Sean Connery last played Bond in 83, the time setting of this movie would have to be 2013, and that would make um, Mason, the character, 83 years old. So, Mm. just fun fan theories. Um, I'm glad it was Connery and not Schwarzenegger. God, me too. Uh, Last but not least... Ed Harris pointed out that he's worked with Michael Bain on The Abyss, and he said, uh, that experience bound a lot of us together because it was like being in a war. <laughs> <laughs> One day, we're going to cover The Abyss, even though I have seen it, but I have a lot of thoughts on The Abyss, and no one agrees yeah, with them. knows. No one agrees with my thoughts on The Abyss, which is horrible. That and everyone, so tough for you. Everyone needs to go and rewatch The Abyss because they are living in a fantasy world. Where that was a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. Baby, that was IMDb Trivia. Give me your final thoughts and your rating. My final thoughts on this movie has been what they've always been. It's a fantastic movie, and it will always be. I watched it as a child, and I will watch it as an adult. (laughs) Great, that's it? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Okay, what's your drink of choice? Jameson, like always. And how many um, shots do you give it? You know what? I think that just because of my childhood I, I just don't mm. see that many. Oh my god, are you gonna do it? Five. Oh my god! Say Five. it again. Say it one more time. Five. Five Jamesons. Five Jamesons.
from my husband. I can't believe it. He finally gave a movie. <laughs> you did it. I didn't think any movie would ever be perfect for you. That was great. All right. Five. Should I give my final thoughts or was that enough? Let's do it. Okay. My final thoughts are the movie was great. It literally was a perfect action movie. It checked every point on the action movie checklist. I got no beef with it. Had a lot of fun. Those are my final thoughts. Oh, also I want to say casting, superb. Loved it. The casting was so great. They were all at their best. My drink of choice, as always, is the Great Bomb. And uh, like my husband, I'm going to give it five. That is a double perfect score. (laughs) It's the first... It's (laughs) it's the first perfect score on the podcast. Double perfect score, y'all. The Rock. (laughs) Trevor, what are we doing next? Next, we're going to do a film with... A beautiful man who I'm actually looking at his picture with his bare He's chest. So beautiful. We have a framed picture in our dining room of Jeff Goldblum in the scene in Jurassic Park with his beautiful titties oh, hanging it's gorgeous. out. But we're not it's doing just, Jurassic Park. We are not doing Jurassic Park. Because I have seen Jurassic Park. Of course we've seen Jurassic People Park. People were about to be so mad that would be insane <laughs> if you haven't seen Jurassic Park. Anywho, this is a film with Jeff Goldblum and it's called The Fly. Rumor has it I was born during my mother's viewing of the fly word up yeah that's that's wait she was watching the fly when she went into labor with me that's the urban legend so jay goldblum brought you into the world isn't it so fitting i love jay goldblum (laughs) isn't he great so he gave you your wife (laughs) thank you thanks thanks jeff (laughs) thanks bruv so what's uh interesting about episode i don't know what episode it's gonna be it's gonna be nine it will be... We're doing It eight. will be nine. We're doing eight right now. Okay. Time anyway, flies. I know. Um, anywho, what's interesting about this episode is that neither of us have seen The Fly. Oh, it's so crazy. So how the hell are we going to do it, folks? We don't know, but you'll find out. Jeff Goldblum will guide the way. Someone will help us. <laughs> Guys, if uh, you like this episode, you have thoughts uh, about our thoughts on uh, The Rock or you have strong emotions about the fly, please email us at tellmeyouveseenthis at gmail.com. Trevor, where can they find us online? Uh, pretty much anywhere. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's correct. Wow, at tellmeyouveseenthis, no apostrophe. That's right. Um, guys, rate, review, subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a comment. We would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, absolutely. Even on just life, just how your life's going. Yeah, just we'll just go to Apple Podcasts and tell us how your day went. How are you getting through the quarantine? Or are what we are you still doing? quarantined? We're I, not quarantined. Are we quarantined anymore? What's Can going on? Can we go on? bowling yet? Some people think we're quarantined. Some people don't. I'm we don't so know. I'm so sick of this. We're tired. I just want to hug a friend. We're tired and we want everyone to stay safe and healthy. Um, guys, seriously, stay safe. Stay healthy. Um, watch the fly in preparation. And... Uh, we that's love you. It? I think that's it. Um, do you have a, you have a good Jeff Goldblum quote you can end us on? Do you have a Jeff Goldblum quote you can end us on? Oh, you were talking to me. I was. Um. Uh. Yes, but you have to say we try to. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. So you uh, dig up, dig up dinosaur bones. We try to. <laughs> Shut up, Trevor.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 